Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Only one way to say it, really. It's a happy, sad Wednesday. Excited. Leaving early tomorrow for Boone's Creek Bible Church in Johnson City for the Clarity to the Chaos Conference. Sad. One of my friends, Verna Allman, Dave and Verna, been special to the Pattons, to our ministry for a long time. Open heart surgery, graduated Verna to heaven. It's a sad day. It's a happy day. And Christian, you know exactly what I mean. Pray for Brother Dave. God is so good. He makes no mistakes ever. I need to be reminded of that often. Thank you, Lord. Good night. See you in the morning, Verna. What in the world is going on? She's out of here. And so many are excited. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, a Democrat, lost her re-election bid on Monday night and so many critics are celebrating the end of her mess. Under the mayor, Chicago has seen soaring crime rates, which became a theme of her opponent's criticism. In 2021, homicides in Chicago rose to their highest number in the last 25 years, outpacing other crime-ridden cities like New York and Los Angeles. And throughout Lightfoot's tenure... She's a lightweight one. The mayor has been blasted for her poor relationship with law enforcement as the city's police department lost a significant number of cops in recent years amid the rise in crime. Lightfoot faced challenges from eight other candidates in the mayoral race but failed to make the runoff after finishing the election in third place. So, again, she's out of here. You know, a part of all this in Chicago... Manufacturing powerhouses like Caterpillar and Boeing, they moved their headquarters out of the city. Boeing has been based in Chicago since 2001. The richest man in the whole state of Illinois, Ken Griffin, announced last summer that he was moving himself, his hedge fund Citadel, and his hundreds of millions of dollars, well, out of Chicago, heading to Miami. Even before he left town, Griffin said that downtown crime was preventing the firm from attracting top talent. Crime was the biggest issue in the mayoral election for 57% of the voters. Oh, and a couple more thoughts. How bad was she? The first Democratic mayor to lose re-election in 40 years. And then how about this? You know, I look at that in light of, let's say, demons. You have eight demons. The head demon is gone. In fact, the head demon plays third. But guess what's left? Sorry, Chicago. Well, from the beginning, it was some bird. It was some bat in China. Boy, anymore, it's bats, all right. Bats in the belfry of human beings. Remember that? Remember how this radio host said from the beginning that it was all planned? We named it a pandemic rather than pandemic for a very good reason. And now the truth is coming out. And the New York Times was among many media organizations, those left-leaning loonies back in 2020 that pushed this narrative that the COVID lab leak theory was some sort of wild conspiracy being pushed by nutcases like Greg Patton. As the Times reported earlier this week, new intelligence 
has prompted the Energy Department to, well, conclude that an accidental laboratory leak in China most likely was the cause of the pandemic. The Times was referring to a bombshell report that the U.S. Energy Department believes the virus likely originated at a lab leak, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That was a notion that FBI Director Christopher Wray has since confirmed. But the liberal paper of record, the left-leaning loony king of kings, didn't always accept that possibility that COVID began there in the lab. In 2020, the New York Times published a report headlined, Trump officials are said to press spies to link virus in Wuhan labs. That suggested the former president of the United States wanted to manufacture some sort of connection. The report claimed administration officials have pushed American spy agencies to hunt for evidence to support an unsubstantiated theory that a government laboratory in Wuhan was the source of the virus. Well, look at all that egg on your face. Your sin will find you out. Well, what do you know, Joe? What's the latest, man? Well, this guy and top White House officials repeatedly stated last year that oil and gas exploration companies were sitting on 9,000 unused drilling permits, a figure the administration admitted was, well, it was inaccurate. Really? The Bureau of Land Management oversees nearly 250 million acres of federal land, altered its estimate for the current number of approved but unused applications for permits to drill from 9,000 to 6,700. That's a significant drop. The agency said the figure was updated to account for, well, reporting discrepancies resulting from a transition to a new database in mid-2020. The record profit oil companies made in 2022 and the thousands of approved but unused drilling permits they are sitting on shows that there's nothing getting in the way of increasing oil production except big oil's own decision to funnel their profits into the pockets of their shareholders and executives. So says Sleepy Joe and his team. The White House has cited the 9,000 permit figure on at least, well, 20 separate occasions last year. Now, why is that? Amid heavy criticism over the administration's climate agenda as consumer prices hit record highs, the president and top officials pointed to the figure as evidence that the oil and gas industry didn't need additional leases and were free to immediately produce energy. Who do you believe? And where is my... Yeah. You quit. You can't quit. Former Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby's trial for perjury and making false mortgage applications was delayed again in November after her entire defense team quit last month. Mosby pleaded not guilty last year to charges which alleged that she falsely claimed a financial hardship during the COVID pandemic to withdraw $90,000 from her retirement account that used those funds to place down payments on two vacation homes in Florida. Despite the claim of financial hardship, prosecutors say that Mosby received her full salary of 247, well, almost $248,000 in 2020. That's the same year she withdrew from her retirement accounts. Prosecutors also alleged that Mosby lied on mortgage applications by failing to disclose unpaid federal taxes. And there you go. 
let's revisit this. So from she's out of here to they're out of here. What are we talking about? King Charles is evicting Prince Harry and Meghan from their Frogmore cottage and has offered it to Prince Andrew. The Sussexes are now drawing up plans to ship their remaining belongings over here to the United States. The move, which follows damning allegations from Harry and Meghan about the royals, throws into doubt their chances of any coronation invite come May. This surely spells the end of Harry and Meghan's time in the United Kingdom. Disgraced Andrew was offered the keys to the five-bed Windsor home last week. King Charles began the process of chucking Harry and Meghan out of the cottage days after his son's controversial memoir, Spare, was released. There's trouble. Sometimes you just can't keep some things undercover. Well, here you go. Get it on, Ron. Florida lawmakers introduced legislation to prohibit someone describing themselves or others with pronouns besides the ones that they were born with, at least in the context of the Florida education system. The legislation, Bill 1223, is aimed at requiring specified policies relating to persons' sex at public K educational institutions. The bill summary says it prohibits specified actions relating to the use of certain titles and pronouns and revises requirements for instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in public schools. In other words, he is a he and so on and so forth. Amazing that we have to parade into Moronville with just some common sense stuff that probably a two-year-old knows. Just so, my goodness, just shows that we are the new America, a flood of evil. Sure is a good thing that we have guys like old Trump and DeSantis and right here in Indiana, Banks and other guys and gals who are standing for the truth and common sense. Good grief, Johnny Brown. Further evidence of just some of what happens when the lefty loonies get control. A guy named Ben West remembers when Portland, Oregon was a funky, artsy crown jewel on the West Coast with a great food scene. Portland, Oregon is now a hollowed-out shell of what it used to be. West, who is a Clackamas County commissioner, said businesses are fleeing and people are leaving for greener pastures. Public safety officials across Oregon have complained of rising crime in their communities, but, but according to police data, crime is spiking much more dramatically in Portland than the statewide average. Portland, wanting to do away with the police, and they've done a pretty good job of it, so there you go. Again, be sure your sin will find you out. Rising crime. What are you thinking, Portland? Well, here in Indiana, we have a, well, gutsy U.S. representative running for Senate. He'll probably get it. He is a Christian. He's just up the road, Columbia City, not far away. Representative Jim Banks of Indiana has dropped his bill now, sanctioning the Chinese government for the fentanyl crisis plaguing America. Oh, for sure. He's trying to work out a plan here that uh, those people who've lost a loved one, I'm for it, can sue China. Can sue China for all of this. Banks, running for Senate in Indiana, introduced the Stop CCP Fentanyl Act, 
aiming to slap Chinese President Xi Jinping and other high-level Chinese Communist Party officials with U.S. sanctions. This is not just a public health crisis, he said. Fentanyl is the leading killer of adults fit for military service in America. This presents a major threat to our national security, and combating this crisis starts with holding, well, China accountable. That bill looked to sanction the Chinese government and its officials for the communist nation's role in exasperating the opioid epidemic, poisoning America and killing one right after another. It's time somebody woke up. Oh, my. Okay, it's time. Who said that? God not looking for gold vessels, not looking for silver vessels. God is looking for willing vessels. There's a story that needs to be developed. Scientists are now determining that all humans descended from just two people. Imagine that. The Bible had it right all along. Somebody got me to thinking on this one back in my old rock and roll days. I played smoking in the boys' room. I'm sure some of you listening remember that. And I wonder if they redid a, a, that, that song today. Would it sound like this? It would be vaping in the general neutral area. But then this is the new America. Here's a good one. Want to stop drunk drivers from killing sober drivers in America? Well, here's how you do it. Ban sober drivers from driving. Now, that's kind of how gun control works. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. So, you just joined us? Well, welcome to Hello World, heard every day at this time, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for being here. Want to hear a past program? Go to gregpatton.com, right on the front, iTunes. You can hear last week, last month, last year. Thank you for praying for us, being my Facebook friend. Thank those of you that have supported us with your finances and things. It's very important, and I want you to know we are very grateful that you are here. Well, I believe Christians should stop, look, and listen frequently in their walk with the Lord just to make sure you're on target. A look at your spiritual barometer. God gave us a good tool through Paul in Philippians chapter 3 and chapter 4. Starting at Philippians 3.13, he says, Forgetting what? Those things which are behind. Forgetting the past in verse 13. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, you should forget the bad. And by that, I mean talking about all those failures back then. Uh, how about the hurts that came into your life? There's really five main things here. Sin, you need to confess it, forget it, and move on. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So those failures, forget them. The hurts, forget them. Sin, confess it, forget it, move on. Disappointment, same thing. You have them. Everybody does. Every week, you have these things coming into your life, and you need to deal with them. Put it all in God's hands, for he is in control. And then, geez, I hate to admit this one, number five, forget the stupid decisions that you made, and we all make them, and you made plenty of them, so we're all in the same boat here. So can we obey Paul then, forgetting the past? Sure. The bad things, meaning failures and hurts and sins and disappointments and stupid decisions. 
And then in some ways, well, a lot of ways, you need to leave behind the blessings. Well, maybe that's confusing. Now, I'm not suggesting that we forget them, but uh, what about them? Well, basically, experiment in life. We have experiences. Sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. We have failed in radio programs, just no support there. That's nothing new. That's life. Revival meetings. We had some good, had some great meetings. Really got excited, but uh, let's move on. Missionaries that we supported, other blessings that came your way. And again, if we were to have you stand and give yours, I'm sure if you thought about it, there would be many. And then focusing on the future. That's so important. So I'm forgetting the past. I'm focusing on the future. That's what it says in verse 14. Pressing toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. That finish line. Look out there. It's out there. Reach for it. The end of the race. When I was in high school, I just started talking about this for some reason with a, another Christian friend this week. Maybe it was yesterday about running the Lime City Relays here in Huntington, Indiana, one of Indiana's most prestigious track events. And I ran the mile run and the half mile run. And oftentimes would finish third in both. And they were only like one or two events between those races. And boy, it was exciting. Yeah, win that race. In this case, it's the upward calling of God. Rapture, right around the corner, don't you think? What's happening in the world today? Yeah, we could be raptured out. And then certainly following together as a team. I talk about that all the time on my Facebook page. I'm so excited. So many of you are involved. I know you're praying for us. Give us words of encouragement whether it's a message, whether it's a lost dog, whether it's a prayer request I put out there, always good response. So let's follow Jesus Christ together. Let's do it, verse 17, and and walk by the same rules together in life. We've got to be able to do that, to walk close to God. Colossians 2, 6, as ye therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him and glorify him in godly living. Now, the Bible says, how can two walk together lest they be agreed? Who are you walking with, my friend? In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. How are you doing on that one? And then as a team here, let us mind the same thing. In other words, we should all be going in the same direction, following the Lord Jesus Christ and honoring the Great Commission taking the gospel, the highways, the byways, and around the world. And it says in verse 20 here of Philippians 3 that you are to live by a, well, there it is, higher calling. How are you doing? You know, your citizenship isn't here on earth. You're just passing through. Don't put the stakes of that tent down too far because, yeah, you're just a sojourner here. Our citizenship, our home, heaven. You are not of this world, my friend. You got to be in it, but you're not of it. And I'm constantly reminded that I need to do that. And then finally, forever stand fast, according to Philippians four one. In other words, stand your ground. You know what is right. We talk about it every day on this radio program. Right versus wrong. Sure, we do. You stand your ground for the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand for Him. It's so important. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, 
Be ye steadfast in what? Oh, unmovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So don't do it. Don't waver to the left. Don't waver to the right. Stay right down the center. And, and, and talk about staying. How about staying focused? Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, what? The author and the finisher of your faith. And it's so easy in today's world in so many areas. I mean, we could bring in a few dozen, I think, but don't get distracted. Keep your focus on him. Don't get discouraged. Don't you do it. And don't you quit. I say that all the time. Don't you ever quit. What comes to mind for me is 2012, when my wife, after suffering so much in so many days in intensive care, just was worn out totally, could barely whisper. And I recall her saying that I'm done, meaning done with life. And and I, boy, I correct, I rebuked her. I said, hey, your patent patents do not quit. I will not let you quit. I'm going to be by your side. Lean on me all the more, my Sharon. So, yeah, there it is. Don't get distracted. Don't get discouraged. And hey, don't you quit, my friend. Let us commit together to confess and forget sin, number one. To have a closer and better walk with God. And to keep on track with God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and serving him on this earth. Let's do that. Do what? Commit together, confess and forget sin, have a closer walk with God, and keep on track with the Lord. Sound like a good do-over? Oh, I think so. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. That's what it says there in Psalm 37, 4. And if you have no joy, now this is so good. Billy Sunday said this so many years ago. If you have no joy, there is a leak in your Christianity somewhere. I oftentimes say this, there's something broken in your spiritual gearbox. Christianity removes the attraction of the earth, and this is the one way in which it diminishes men's burden. It makes them citizens of another world. So said Henry Drummond. You know, if you don't see the greatness of God, then all the things that money can buy become very exciting. If you can't see the sun, you will never be impressed with a street light. If you've never felt thunder and lightning, you'll be impressed every July the 4th. If you turn your back on the greatness and the majesty of Almighty God, you'll fall in love with a world of shadows and short-lived pleasures. Don't do it. Don't get taken in, my friend. And finally, it's confession time. Yes, it is. I sometimes drop ice or an entire ice cube on the floor while retrieving it for my water or soda pop. When it hits the floor, I look around <laughs> and kick it under the refrigerator. Now, I'm wondering how many of you men do the same thing. I mean, it's only water. So, it's not really a ice cube under the fridge. It's really water under the fridge. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
I'm working on some of these things here. <laughs> hey, be my Facebook friend today, will you? Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-T-T-E-N. Don't forget we're coming to the Tri-Cities. Leaving tomorrow bright and early, driving down there for clarity to the chaos. Southwest Radio Church, the whole team going to be at Boone's Creek Bible Church in Johnson City. I'd love to see you, love to talk with you. Let's make it happen this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Hey, that's the way it is. It's a brand new month. Wednesday, March the 1st, 2023. God bless. I'm Greg Patton. Have a great day.